BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi, guys. It's me. It's Wit. What's up? How are you? I feel sort of nauseous right now, actually. Good timing for this podcast because I'm about to catch up with a registered dietitian and personal trainer, but I just ate a salad, but I just feel kind of gross mixed with also the fact that the administrator at Sunny School just emailed us wanting a face-to-face convo about Sunny because he's been using some bad language. So I am a ball of nerves. (laughs) We are going after I record this episode to go chat with her to see what's going on. So I'll keep you guys posted. I'm pretty sure it's directly related to some of the TV shows that he watches, which we've in the past couple of weeks taken out of his repertoire because we've noticed it. So I'm pretty sure it's related to that. And I feel partly responsible. And Timmy also mentioned we really need to get working on his sleep schedule because he does wake up so early and then he watches the TV and it's just not good for him to like one, wake up that early and then just sit there and watch TV for a little while until it's time to get ready for school, which is my fault because I wake up early with him and I'm just not ready to like engage yet. So Anyways, feeling like a little bit anxious about that. Heading to New York on Thursday, which I'm super, super excited about. Sort of scared for like how cold I'm going to be, even though I think it's gone better since last week's insane cold surge. But just so excited to like work, grind, get dressed up, be in a hotel room by myself, like plan my day the way I want to plan my day and not have any other responsibility besides what I need to get done slash want to do. So that feels really empowering and invigorating. I'm really excited to talk to Rachel because I need a little bit of a pick me up in terms of my workout routine. I haven't been going to classes I was doing P-Volve a little bit and then I stopped, but I've just been doing at-home workouts 25 to 30 minutes and I don't really think it's enough. And 
I'm just feeling like a little burnt out. I would love to keep going to hot yoga, but like I haven't motivated myself to do it and actually commit to make it a part of my calendar. So this will be a good conversation, good timing to have it to reinvigorate myself and look at my workout schedule and think about how I can actually easily insert it into my schedule without it feeling too intimidating. So now let me tell you about my guest, Rachel. Rachel DeVoe is a registered dietitian and personal trainer with a cult following on Instagram. She grew up in Washington and graduated from Oregon State University, where she started the Rachel's Good Eats Instagram account as a college student. She now shares recipes, intuitive eating strategies, and simple workouts with more than 635,000 followers. So you guys know she's legit. Rachel has authored six successful ebooks spanning fitness, well-being, and food. In 2021, she launched her fitness-focused brand, Recreation Sweat, where she further encourages her community to move their bodies. During our conversation, we talked about her new cookbook, tips for staying fueled after a workout, building her brand, working on my nutrition, and so much more lifestyle fun stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Here is Rachel. I'm so excited to connect with you. This is coming just at such a good time, especially as I'm about to travel a little bit. So it's always good to just like have these conversations so that I can be mindful about my nutrition and moving Mm -hmm. my body while I travel. And also I threw out my back this weekend. I have no, I know I have no idea what I did. I think it was something with Sunny. I have a five-year-old and I don't know whether when I was playing with him on the floor or something, and then it just got progressively worse. And now it's so stiff. And I I know. So maybe you can help me with like some good stretches or tips for lower back stuff. Oh, totally. That's so funny because actually I slept wrong on my neck and it never happens. And I've had, it's been so stiff for like a week. So I feel very similar. It's really the worst. Are you a side sleeper or a back sleeper? <sighs> I've, I've been a hardcore side sleeper, but I think yeah. I'm turning into a back sleeper. So maybe that's the issue. I don't know. I mean, I feel like back sleeping is ideal. I don't know. At yeah. least for me, like I'm a side sleeper and I feel like that one puts extra pressure on my lower back. So where are you traveling? So I'm going to New York on Thursday. And then I'm going to Florida in a couple of weeks for my mother-in-law's 80th. And yeah, I'm a snacker. So I'm pretty good at like, especially for New York and with fashion week, I'm very good Mm -hmm. at just packing snacks. I love my little that's it bars or just Mm -hmm. like little nuts, fruit, smoothies. I feel like it's pretty easy in New York to eat healthy. But do you have any kind of tips for on the road, whether it be nutrition stuff or any quick workout stuff? Oh, yeah. So I feel like my biggest tip is just setting yourself up for success ahead of time and just spending like it doesn't even have to be a long time, but just thinking about kind of your situation, your environment, like where you're going to be just to set you up for success. I mean, that's like the biggest, most ideal thing that you can do for yourself in living a healthy and active lifestyle. So for example, we drove here from Las Vegas. It's about five hours. And the night before I made my peanut butter protein chocolate chip balls, 
they're like bliss bliss balls. So I knew that we would all have snacks on the way, something that's higher in protein and fiber. I throw ground flaxseed in it, peanut butter, unflavored collagen peptides. There's cacao nibs for a little crunch and then a few pieces of dark chocolate. And so I know like that way I can get some protein, which is going to keep full and satiated. And then I also like to pair it with healthy fats, which is going to do the same thing. So if you can just Even if it's just making, you know, just a few snacks ahead of time, throwing a handful of mixed raw nuts in a bag. I like going raw or dry roasted because a lot of the time they'll roast nuts in actually canola oil, which is very inflammatory. Like any gas station or airport, it's probably going to be so many options with just packaged processed items. So I think Another big key here is just to like be aware of the ingredients you're consuming and especially added sugars and added oils or something to look out for. Okay. So yeah, good to know. Cause like you could be misled with a lot of things all the time. I I know packages say like organic, they just want to like or you natural know. and you're totally. like Wait, natural like what does that mean <laughs> i know the claims are horrible these days do you have any workouts that you do on the road any quick things i yes yeah. so actually through the pandemic my husband and i created this fitness brand called recreation sweat yes and it's basically accessories that you can use anywhere and anytime so we have these amazing three piece glute resistance bands that I just take literally everywhere with me. I brought them with us here too. And through recreationsweat.com, I we also created a workout program that are all 30 minute workouts or less. And the only thing you'll need are these bands. So I swear that's like the, <laughs> that's what I use the most when I'm traveling, but I have tons of workouts on my Instagram page, which is Rachel's Good Eats. I like stretching, but Mm -hmm. also full body workout at the same time. Mm -hmm. How would I find something like that through you? So a lot of actually my workouts are on my, I guess it's now because Instagram changed everything. So my, I did so many live workouts through the pandemic and that's what my community loved the most. I swear we're just all in it together through that time. So yeah, there were like any human interaction <laughs> yeah. where there's live, totally. like breathing, living beings out there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I felt like responsible. Like I'm like, yeah. hey guys, like come to my page. We'll work out twice a week together live. Like I'm, we're going to sweat together. So there's Actually, I still have live workouts on my Reels tab on Instagram. I love that. I really yeah. did love that part of COVID. Like that was really too. fun. And I felt <laughs> like at points I was even working out than I than normally because there was like the time and there was that motivation to do it together. Oh my gosh. And, not, and just the accountability. Like oh, yeah. for me, it's like people were kind of counting on me to like pull through with the workouts, which yeah. actually, <laughs> which made me more accountable, which worked out for me. But you can, yeah. I- We've also created a few different guides on recreationsweat.com. There's a 30 day jump rope challenge. So maybe you're just, you know, you just want to get a jump rope, do that for cardio. I'm not a runner. I don't know if you are. No, me either. Okay. I was when I was a little girl. And then the older I got, the more I was just like, no, this is not for me. People who just like find so much joy in it. I'm just like, I just can't relate. You know, like I want to be, but. It's just I'd not love me. to dance. Like that's okay. that's a good I love that. cardio. 
Totally. But cardio for me is hard to get in because like my type of workout is really like yoga, hot yoga, and then just like easy Pilates, you know, like Mm -hmm. very calming, nothing like high intensity. And then I was doing P-Vol for a little bit, which was nice because it was all about just like stretching and strengthening. But that's what I like. Like, Mm -hmm. I really don't want to do anything that's too hard on my body as I'm getting older. Like I, you know, I want it to be like soothing, calming, stretching, but actually a workout at the same time. I love that. I think that actually the program that I'm doing right now with my community is my eight, it's an eight week gym guide. So through the pandemic, it was just all at home workouts. So the only thing you'll need essentially are dumbbells and five feet of space. And then now we've kind of transitioned to more strength training. I've just been craving more gym workouts. So I thought I'd create a program and my cardio is honestly I call them active rest days. And I literally just walk on the treadmill or outside at like just walking at incline. I love that. That's a I honestly, one. I need to, I need to take advantage. We live in the Hills in LA and I'm just like, the world is my oyster. Like, why am <gasps> yes. I not just walking around for an hour a day up and down these Hills? It's so silly. Oh my gosh. You can't take it for granted. Coming, I know. Coming from Seattle. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I was relying on this conversation to help me get okay. motivation. So that's exactly what okay. it's doing. I'll hold you to it. Let's go back to the beginning a little bit and get into you being a registered dietitian and personal trainer. When did that all start for you? Did you grow up with a affinity towards wellness? How did you begin doing all that? Yeah, I feel like I identified with fitness more so growing up. I mean, I played sports, soccer and basketball all the way through high school. And then nutrition wasn't really something that my family really put like a lot of focus or emphasis on. I mean, my mom cooked a lot and she always had a salad on the table, which now looking back, I think is such a cool thing that I did have that, but it wasn't necessarily like nutrition focused at all. So I think in high school, I really started to think about how nutrition fueled my workouts and like, Hey, like, Hey, it really does affect performance and recovery. And so then I kind of knew from there that I wanted to study nutrition in college and I became a registered dietitian soon after I graduated. And then a year or two after that was when I became certified as a personal trainer. So it's kind of always blended together a little bit. And do you work personally with people now, or are you solely just of working with your community and sharing everything you do on social media? It started out, I did open my own private practice after college for nutrition. And so I had like just a handful of clients that I'd work with, like grocery shopping with, showing them kind of the ingredients in the foods that they're eating and even meal prep for some of them. So it probably was like six to eight months after that, that my Instagram account started to really gained some traction. And then I started working with brands through that way. And I was like, Hey, if my main goal is to reach as many people as possible and help them on their health and wellness journeys. Like social media is truly the way to go right now. So 100%. I think, yeah. So I think I just had, I just took a risk earlier on, which, you know, it is a hard thing to do, but I think I was just so at the beginning of my career that it, you know, it was, you know, more simple to do than someone who's just switching careers. So I thought, Hey, like, 
this is the best time to do it. So that's kind of how that started. You can always go the other way. Like you might as well take advantage of the community that you're building while you're young and having fun with it. And then when you get a little bit older and you're like, oh my God, I cannot deal with social media anymore. You can start your own private practice and like make your own schedule and not have to film everything that you're doing. (laughs) Totally. And I was having so much fun with like – posting my meals. I've always been someone who's very like into the aesthetic of food. So like styling I my wish meals. I was more like that. Oh, it's just like, I think it just comes naturally to me. So at the beginning of my Instagram career, I guess I was posting, which is wild now, two to four pictures of my food and snacks a day for oh more than a year, which is so wild to me because now it's, you know, I have such a high bar <laughs> for what I post now. I know, totally. And I think it probably came so naturally to you and maybe you just weren't thinking about it as much, but that's what really probably grew the business Mm -hmm. because it was just like so organic to what you were actually doing. Like that's how you gained the following. And now you're like, oh my God, I, now you're (laughs) older, more mature and like everything. Yeah. means a little bit more in terms of what you put out there, but Mm -hmm. I think it's so awesome. Like your, your whole feed is so amazing and you can tell how much work you actually put into it. As a registered dietitian, like what does a typical, you know, day in your life look like in terms of food? So I wake up, I try to drink water, then I take either my pre-workout powder. I, I'm a workout in the morning kind of gal. I figured that out early on because if I don't do it in the morning, it's probably not going to happen. So again, setting yourself up for success and like knowing who you are, that's going to help you out. So pre-workout or coffee, and then I'll probably work out 30 to 45 minutes later, and then I'll come back and I'm such a diehard morning smoothie, like a post-workout shake kind of gal. So (laughs) (laughs) I I crave it every morning, but I'll build it like I would like a meal. So I want to include quality protein. So I'll do a plant-based protein powder. I'll do a healthy fat, like peanut butter, or almond butter, mm-hmm. and I'll do fiber. So flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seeds, pick one of those, and then unsweetened almond milk and some ice. And then I like keeping my smoothies low in sugar. I typically do a half of a frozen banana and maybe like a throw in a handful of spinach, but that's usually my go-to. Okay. And, and then for the powder that you use, like, yes. is it flavored? Or? I like Be Well by Kelly. Okay. Love she has her. A great protein. She just came out with a plant based. And then Ritual and Roots Collagen Vanilla. You have a post workout smoothie. I bet you only have coffee, you said, and water before your workout. So, so if I'm hungry, which I usually am when I wake up, I'll have like, just a few bites of something. Maybe it's like half an RX bar. Maybe it's a full one. If I'm, you know, really hungry, I don't, I don't want to be too full when I work out because then your digestive system and your muscles are kind of working both together. So I just need enough to where I'm like feeling just a little bit energized and not hungry anymore. So it could be like a half full of like an oatmeal or like cereal or like half an RX bar or a full X bar. Expert, that's usually what I go to. What do you think about for me if I have like a cappuccino with oat milk in it? If that's like my pre-workout thing, that's totally fine. Okay. But I do, I do have some beef with oat milk. I know so many people do. But I know I so much. I mean, I I know there are better brands, but most brands have vegetable oil in the oat milk. 
and added sugars. I feel like I saw someone post like maybe Khalifa. There was a new brand where it was like unprocessed or no added something oat milk. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I made like a mental note to check Whole Foods. But I know I should be more mindful about that because it's something that's going in my body every day, like as soon as I wake up. I know. And so many people are like diehard oat milk fans. So it's all, I feel bad when I have to burst their bubble, but that I just want people to be aware of what. No. Yeah. It's your job as you should. (laughs) No, you're so your choice is almond milk for unsweetened Uh, almond milk. Unsweetened any milk, I guess with like coconut milk, cashew milk, and you can make them at home. Like, honestly, I have a recipe on my blog, rachelsgoodies.com for cashew milk and it's so good it's so I love cashew milk sorry I totally cut you off so you have your smoothie after you work out and then and then I'll start my work day and probably lunch is I mean an easy quick like five minute lunch would be two pieces of gluten-free bread I'm gluten-free and dairy-free just lactose intolerant and gluten intolerant with two slices of turkey on each piece of toast and then two fried eggs on top with like red chili flakes and olive oil and feta. And it's so good. And sea salt. I would never think to do that. (laughs) Like the double (laughs) protein. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. And then adding like a few slices of turkey is just increasing your protein right there. I just find that. I'm not a turkey person though. I have to be honest. That's fine. We can find, we can find something else. I need some like veggie easy lunch options okay well otherwise I'll do like a bowl for either lunch or dinner and it's typically like I feel like I eat a lot of leftovers and usually people are okay so you're a leftover kind of guy I'm a leftover I yeah I think you can take really good advantage of it especially if you're not like a meal prepper like I'm not I don't meal prep at the beginning okay yeah i but I think if you can make extras for dinner, mm-hmm. that is really going to simplify your life a lot because you can have it for lunch the next day. And a lot of us are so busy where it's like, hey, we're not going to think about lunch until the very last minute to where we're like starving. And then maybe we're going to post Postmates or DoorDash something, you know, that's probably and then even like barbecuing a few pieces of chicken or whatever your favorite protein is at the beginning of the week for like the next three days is super helpful. And I love adding chopped red bell pepper. I know it's very particular, I but I love oh, it. it's so sweet. And it's super high in vitamin C, which okay, good to know. I love to think about it that way. So if even if you're just snacking on it in the afternoon with hummus or with other veggies or with nuts, like that's a great option. Okay, so the afternoon, I'll probably have a snack of some sort, just something what I mentioned, maybe it's a few of my protein peanut butter balls that I made basically something that'll just get me through until dinner later on and my go my go-to dinner is tacos like of any of any sort but lately I've been obsessed with organic grass-fed ground beef with the sietes taco seasoning even if you're plant-based you can put it on I think one of my community members has put it on lentils and I she said it was really good so that's a good option and then sauteing onions and peppers together so just making like a classic tacos and then I love siete tortillas as well I feel like Mexican food is really easy to make it like really healthy I have this enchilada skillet and it's like a one pan like deconstructed enchiladas and it's 
probably my most made dinner recipe on my site. It's so good. You have a new cookbook too, right? I do. Yeah. It's called Rachel's Good Eats. So tying into my Instagram name, but it comes comes out April 18th of this year and I can't wait. It's been such a long labor of love. What is it all about? It's essentially nutrient rich recipes. A lot of them stem from when I grew up, but now with a healthier spin on it, there are 110 recipes from breakfast, lunches, sides and gatherings, salads, sweets dinners, drinks, there's kind of everything, which is really cool. And everything's gluten-free, dairy-free and refined sugar-free. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And in the smoothie section, which I had to include, there is salted caramel espresso smoothie, which I have been having on repeat. It's so good. That sounds delicious. Tell me what's in that. Ugh, it's a cashew butter. There's espresso shots. There's half of a frozen banana. And a few other things you're gonna have to wait and see, but I'll send you, I'll send you the book. It's so good. That sounds so delicious. I need some new cookbooks. I'm definitely in the market and especially ones that have this kind of focus, like nutrient rich and are actually going to nourish you and Mm -hmm. taste good, you know? And even for me, who's like not necessarily gluten-free or dairy-free, like I feel like Mm -hmm. I could adjust as necessary. You know, like if I did want to sprinkle a little feta on something. My page is great for a lot of people who want to make the jump into a healthier lifestyle. I pride myself on making things very approachable and very doable. Like my main priority is to show people that eating healthy and living a balanced lifestyle is enjoyable. And so a lot of my recipes are very simple to make. They don't take a lot of ingredients, but you definitely get a lot of good classics. Like in the sweet section, I have my Reese's peanut butter cups, my famous Twix bars. There's so many good ones in the side. There's this pineapple and tomato bruschetta and it's to die for. It's like the perfect summary appetizer. Oh my God. All these little snacks that you can make are sounding really good to me. Cause like I said, I'm a really big snacker and Mm -hmm. I prefer to snack on something that I actually made versus something that's packaged. Even though when I do find something that's packaged, like the that's it bars that I have or Mm -hmm. things like that. Like I try to err on the side of organic and like we were talking about really reading Mm -hmm. between the lines, but Mm -hmm. I, I, do love like a little ball or like a little bar, like a little healthy candy. I'm like definitely a sweet person. And that I feel like those, a lot of those would probably be so good frozen. And oh my gosh, that's the best for the kids, right? So many people that listen to this are people who want these recipes that are like super easy things that they probably have in their cupboards, you know, ingredients that are accessible and (laughs) that their kids are going to like too. 100%. I feel like if you're just cooking for yourself or you're a mom cooking for the whole family, this cookbook has so many different recipes that I know you're definitely going to get a lot of value in. So for someone that's like having a hard time sticking to a healthy eating plan and that, Mm -hmm. you know, probably is turning to you for a little bit of a lifestyle shift. What is some advice that you can kind of give to them or like a mantra maybe that they can live with so that they don't like deviate and get discouraged? First, I would say start small. 
Because I think the problem that a lot of people have when making the switch to wanting to live a healthier lifestyle is that they just think it's all or nothing. And same with fitness. And it's so not like you can do the smallest little tips and changes over time that add up to huge lifestyle changes. But I think going into it and not feeling overwhelmed is very important. So I think starting small is huge and just learn to create a routine and maybe starting with one habit, like maybe you're going to buy a 30 to 40 ounce water bottle and you're going to make a goal to fill it up three times in one day. And like, that's your goal for two weeks. And so once you complete that, you can add on another goal. So maybe my goal is, oh, I'm going to make one new recipe this week. And so continue on with that, like every single week, maybe you have your partner help you, or maybe your best friend comes over and you guys like, that's your thing. Like every Monday night, you're going to make, you know, a new recipe together, which makes it fun. It keeps you accountable and you guys can both look forward to it. So I think just easing into a healthy lifestyle is probably my best tip. I know that's pretty broad, but no, I think that's so great. And I think that goes so along the lines of so many conversations we have on here. Cause it's like, it's, you know, a lot of this like extreme culture, whether it's diet or whether it's how much Mm -hmm. social media we consume or whatever it is, that's like something that's quantified. It's always so extreme. And then we get so down on ourselves when we can't fulfill these expectations. And I think Mm -hmm. that like setting a realistic intention is, yeah, is so, so, so important. And like, then having grace with yourself if you don't meet those expectations, you know, like I love that not beating mm-hmm. yourself up for it, but trying to be like, okay, that's the past. There's oh, the only thing that's left is the future. Like now what? Right. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. I think a lot of us are so hard on ourselves. Like if maybe you make a bad, you know, meal choice, like halfway through your day and then you're like, oh, screw it. Like, you know, I ruined the day. I'm just going to continue on with my unhealthy eating habits the rest of the day. That's like, no, you can totally change it your next mealtime. Or like when people come off vacation or maybe they're going through, a, you know, an unhealthy streak. It's like you can really turn it around your next meal. It doesn't have to be, okay, I'm starting Monday or like I'm going to start next month. You know, just try to make the healthier choice your next mealtime if you have the option. No, I think that's really realistic. And I think that can help people actually like have some consistency with what they're trying to achieve without like all the yo-yoing. Are there any like food myths that you feel like we should be aware of when it comes to their relationship with exercise? I found like this to be really interesting about like, you know, how to mix certain foods with exercise, what to eat before, what to eat after. And I feel like it it can be kind of confusing. That's why I was so interested in like the smoothie situation and the coffee Mm -hmm. situation. I don't know about myths, but I think two things that I focus on a lot is not consuming a ton of added sugar. And I'm so behind this that I even created my own seven day added sugar detox for my community. And being a dietitian, I feel like I need to first say like, I usually never promote any sort of detoxes because they always remove, you know, like main food groups, like carbohydrates. So that's never been something that like, I feel passionate about, but added sugar, it's such a big problem these days because food manufacturers just sneak it into everything. So I think 
being mindful about that is something that I'm very, I feel very strong about. And then also making sure you're eating enough protein because a lot of us under eat protein a lot. And so I'm not one to count macros or calories, but if you just only focus on your protein intake just for two days to kind of see where you're at, I think that can give you a good idea. If you're strength training, I've been telling my community lately, a good goal to work towards is one gram of protein per pound of body weight. It's a lot. And I know a lot of people will not be used to that, especially the first few weeks of trying that, but Uh it's a good goal to work towards just to get more in line with eating enough protein. The sugar thing is hard for me because I I do it and I don't even really think about it because I think it's healthy. Like for instance, right now I'm drinking an evolution, uh, mighty watermelon, cold pressed juice. Mm-hmm. And it has no added sugars, but it has 34 grams total sugars. Is that insane? It is a little insane, but a tip, if you are going to have something like that, that is higher in sugar is to pair it with something that is higher in healthy fats and or protein to help ba- balance your blood sugar. So instead of like a sharp spike, if you drink something like that, maybe you're having a handful of raw nuts at the same time, and that's going to help stabilize your blood sugar. Okay. Cause that's what I do a lot. I find myself mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Like I, I feel like I resort to a, a healthy, but sugary juice or drink. And it's probably not the best thing for me at that time of day. Okay. A healthy swap for that could be like putting an electrolyte into your water. So like I've been really into the element electrolytes or noon, they have little tablets that you can just throw in your water. It's so easy. So something like that can, that can just flavor your water instead of downing like a few cups of juice could be like a great healthy alternative. Okay. Amazing. And then my last question is just about your social. It's so organized and oh my gosh, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always just like, how do people do it? Like, are they scheduling in advance? Do they have shoot days? Like just what's your curation and production process like that? Whitney, I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> no. Oh my God. No. Well, coming across that way. <laughs> okay. Well, thank goodness because I am more I'm going to post off the cuff. It's going to be organic. What am I doing that day? I think it's because I I do have so many projects going on just like you. So I think I do need to get better at probably time blocking a lot of my days. Not even. I mean, sometimes I think the same thing. I go, I go in phases. I'm like, okay, Annie, we're going to try time blocking. And also like Mondays are personal organization days, Tuesdays are content shooting days, Wednesdays. See, that sounds amazing. Wednesdays are phone calls. Yeah. And I, and, and I does sound amazing and I try it for like two weeks and then I just can't stick to it. That's exactly me. And so I think just, I just go with the flow of life. And so I go through, I go through seasons like everyone does. And so maybe Every few weeks, my content is more food focused. And so maybe the next few weeks are fitness, but I try to just 
now my page is a lot more lifestyle focused. So it's more just like all encompassing. So, so there's always something. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you come to my page, like, yeah, you'll, you'll get a variety of different recipes. You'll get workout tips. You'll get, I don't know, travel. I love traveling. So that's incorporated. So yeah, it's not, I don't, (laughs) I wish I was that person, but I, I don't curate. So that, thank you though. I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. No, I, I totally. <laughs> so it's basically just like you, you make what you feel like making that week. You work out what you feel yeah. like working out that week. And then you just share what you're doing. And it's not like a whole set calendar. Yeah. But then by having my social platform, I feel like it just with how the workouts in quarantine, like I feel like my community kind of holds me accountable to keep trying new things and making new recipes for them. I mean, one of the, my main things that I love about my community is that I just, I listen to their requests. So the past, you know, handful of years, I've been at this for seven years now, they've been asking for more recipes and for me to come out with a cookbook. So I think that's so cool that they literally, like, I can just listen to them and take their feedback and message them. And, you know, I've been, I've made relationships with a lot of these girls, which is so cool over the past couple of years and doing my live workouts all last summer. I did New York and Seattle and San Diego, and I met so many people in person, which was so fun. So I just love that, that aspect of my community, but yeah, I just kind of just let it flow, go with the seasons. I think that works the best for me, at least like that's the kind of person I am. I'm not like a type A person, but I think that building a community for anybody out there who's like building a business, starting a, a, a Instagram page, like whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, I think the moral of, of the story is obviously listening to your community and really building a community because you can then build a business and like do like live your passion by mm-hmm. working with your community. And I think that's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just being authentic to yourself because people can really, they can kind of see that, they can you tell. know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's what I always say. Like, just be you. No one else can be you. You know, mm-hmm. don't try to be anybody else. But oh my gosh, Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Tell us where everybody can find you on Insta and your new cookbook, your gym guides, recreation sweat. Like you have mm. so much going on. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. You can find me on Instagram at Rachel's Good Eats. All of my recipes and fitness guides on Rachel's Good Eats. And then my active wear, which we are launching this year with Recreation Sweat and our accessories at recreationsweat.com. And my cookbook, you can pre-order it now, but it comes out on April 18th and you can find it on Barnes and Noble, Target, Amazon, and it's called Rachel's Good Eats. So awesome. I'm so excited for you. You have so much fun stuff happening this year. Thanks so much, Whitney. It's oh my gosh, you. of course. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.